More morning, anytime. This is the Kissing Country, Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, Kissing in the morning with Chris, Matt, and Jack. Uh, Jack away, of course. Uh, yeah, it uh, looks like it's going to get windy, kind of overcast today. Um, not great from a weather perspective throughout the week. But, boy, we had a beautiful day yesterday, didn't we? Sure did. Did you get a chance to get out and enjoy it? Yeah. What'd you do? Uh, went for a long walk, did got you? coffee, raced a speed sign. Race to speed sign. Well, you know, in oh, some neighborhoods, yeah, they yeah, have yeah, the, yeah, like yeah. the radar that says, like, oh, you're going too fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, my buddy's like, do you think it picks up people? Yeah. I said, well, let's find out. Yeah. So I took to the street, uh-huh. ran uh-huh. 33 kilometers an hour. 33? Went, o- went over the speed limit, baby. You know what? Like, when they do, sometimes they do when Connor McDavid, well, playoffs start today. Uh, everything ties into Connor and the Oilers. But, uh, like, he goes like 37, 38 when he's uh, skating fast. So that's pretty fast if you're going 33. I mean, maybe the entire need to recalibrate the the gun, but that's what it said. You watch the video on my Instagram, Matt Matt DeBurst. Would you got it? Would you have gotten a ticket? No, no, I was only going three over. Oh, okay. <clears throat> I might have got a finger wag from a cop. And I, <laughs> let me tell you, not a sustainable speed, right? For for me, it's not like I'm running through the whole neighborhood. Okay, I was sucking wind for a good twenty minutes afterwards. But you got up to thirty three. Yeah, that's impressive. All right, well, we had a pretty special weekend at our house. We'll 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 tell you what happened. At the Sheets Ranch on the weekend coming up. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. I've got a son who's always been a big Luke Combs fan. And he's also a fan of love. For uh, some of our people that have listened to the radio station for a significant amount of time, uh, when my now 26 year old son Carter was like four years old, I think it was when he started, he started asking a question when I was on the uh, afternoon show. Um, it was called Carter's Question, and he did it for about five or six years, and it uh, it's still people still talk about it. When, oh yeah, whenever Carter's around with us, Matt, we always hear, "Oh, I remember when Carter was a little boy and he asked that question." <laughs> and boy, does Carter hate it. He hates it. He hates it so much. So he has a love of his life, and her name is Leslie. And uh, well, we knew it was coming. We we knew it was coming, and I was shocked that. Uh, he was as romantic and and you know, put so much detail into this thing. He got the ring about uh, a month ago, and uh, then it was just a matter of waiting for the perfect right time to do it so we could have a big party because he's like, that's what I want to do. They went to Mexico a couple of weeks back, and everyone assumed, well, he would do it there. He's like, no, no, I don't want to do it there. I want to I want to do it and then have a big party and celebration. He gets that from his parents. Yeah. So Carter, we live on the same property together. <laughs> he, he arranges for for uh, the, him and his mom go out and they make this like this beautiful kind of setting with these flowers and all this stuff out in the back bush right the day before and after they do it it's to, it hails and rains like crazy on it. <laughs> so you wonder if that's not a sign no rain's a good thing right 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 so Saturday afternoon uh, her parents uh, live in Ontario, so we hooked them up on FaceTime. Her sister Jessica came over, and uh, our Bailey and Renato were there, and we were all in our house, and we see Carter. He goes in the back bush, and then he calls for her to come. How does he get her out there? He says, I just need some help hauling some wood from the back bush, right? So we're watching her from our house. We can see this happening, and it's on my Insta story right now. But she just goes staggering out there, just slowly. She's looking at trees. She's and she's got her like her <laughs> her camo overalls on because she has no idea. She's not, you know, she doesn't have her nails done. She's not. She has no idea this is coming. So she meets him in the bush, and I'm telling you, we could hear her screaming through through the through the 
through the windows, right? Like she was just screaming, what? What? You could just hear this. <laughs> and I said, you know, I think she's excited. I think so. So he had his trail cam set up like a real hunter would. And uh, he captured it all. He had these trail cams from all different angles. And uh, as it turned out, only one trail cam worked. But it was the one that was most important. And it just got this great view of him going down on one knee. And then it got some shots of her. Like, she basically just collapsed. He says, I, it, it almost became like a, a serious, like, I don't know. He said she just absolutely just fell to her knees. And she just was in so much shock. So it was a beautiful thing. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, well, you kind of knew like something was happening, right? Yeah. I no. mean, they did buy your old house. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Exactly. It, we knew it was. But it's still special. Good for Carter. It good for still, Leslie. Yeah, it was still special. It was just one of those great days. You know, you mm-hmm. know not every day is a great day, but when you have great days, you got to take advantage of them. So it was a fantastic party. Um, yeah. Matt said, what time did you get to bed? I said, well, about four in the morning. And it you know, that wasn't, uh, it's not like I was going crazy or anything like that, but you just want to make sure that you're, you know, just, you want to make sure you're present when... You're guiding the the party in the right direction, <laughs> so to speak. Exactly. Uh, and nothing good happens after 2 o'clock in the morning, so Chris has got to supervise. That's my line. And yeah. you love, you love being in the middle of things, so... Yeah, it was awesome. So congratulations to... Uh, Carter's question, as I said on the, the Instagram and Facebook accounts, you can see the pictures on the Kissing Country uh, Facebook and Instagram accounts. Um, he asked the question, and she said yes, and it was a it was just a wonderful day. So exciting! Now the wedding plans begin. Yeah, and uh, I will officiate the wedding if they want me to. All right, okay, I'll let them know that. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Had the opportunity to uh, be one of the uh, MCs for the Kids with Cancer uh, beaded. Gala, which it was happening at the Hotel Mac, and it was just a, a, a really special, amazing night. It was a heavy night, for sure, because you're talking about kids with cancer. Sure. Uh, but uh, uh, the positives and uh, the inspiration and uh, little Bennett and his family sat at our table, and uh, it's just so inspiring. This this kid, a bead of journeys, of course, they get these beads every time they have a, they call them a job, some kind of procedure, you know, a job like a chemotherapy treatment or an operation or things like that. A little Bennett's beaded journey is like 12 feet long. Ooh. 12 feet long. He's, and he's only seven. No, that's just unfair. Yeah, but the the kid, you'd, you'd never know it. He's doing so, so Tough well. as nails. So, so inspiring. So it was a great event. Uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars were raised, and uh, lots of great kissing listeners were there. And uh, they wanted to say hi to you too, Matt, so I'll pass that along. Thank you. So, get in the Londonary Dodge, leave the event about uh, 10.30 from uh, Hotel Mac, figuring out the best way to get out of downtown. I kind of go up 100th Avenue Make a left, and I'm going to go down Rice Howard Way, and I'm following a minivan. Okay, you following me? Gotcha. This minivan, I can't, you know, I'm not really path. I'm, I'm, I'm on the phone with my wife because I'm checking in because I'm coming home. And this person walks by the minivan at a crosswalk, and this minivan kind of, kind of not, I, anyway, there was something going on between this minivan and this person walking. So this person turns around and kind of yells at them and gives them the bird. So I'm on the phone with my wife, and the, the minivan pulls off to the side, and one of these yahoos in the minivan gets out and starts chasing the person. Really? Like, down the street, right? And, and the, I, the, the person who gave the finger took off? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he took off because he didn't want to get beat up. Sure. And I'm rattled. I'm on the phone with my wife, and she's going, what's going on? I said, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I'm watching this right now. And I said, hang on a second. There's a, then there's a police EPS car that's right at the light right there. So... Are you following me? Following. I put her in park. Karen's going, what are you doing? What are you doing? 
And I wave at this police car, and they look at me, and I get out, and I run up to them, and I say, hey, guys, you know what? This may happen all the time, and this may not be a big deal, but these guys in this van behind me, one of them just jumped out and was chasing a guy down the road. And then I realized I was wearing my tuxedo, and I realized I must look like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I bet you that cop, you know what that cop was thinking? James Bond really let himself go. <laughs> did this guy, did this guy eat James Bond? Double O seven. So, 7-Eleven is more like it. <laughs> I'm sorry, Chris. No, keep them coming. They're awesome. Oh, but like, this is a, this is insane situation for everybody involved. Yeah, this police, I said, these guys, he gave them the figure, then they jumped out of the vehicle, and then, then I realized I was pointing to them, and there's like a whole load of them, and I thought, oh, great, now they're going to like chase me down. Oh, but you're James Bond. That's true. They're like, we're not going to chase the guy that just popped back into his Ram truck and his tuxedo. Yeah, James Rotund. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, you got a bad hip, though. <laughs> I, oh, I got a bad hip, but I jumped out of that vehicle. You know me, I'm always jumping to try to help. So, I don't know what happened. I don't know. I don't think that they, I don't think the person caught the person running. They were pretty fast. But it was just like, Oh, downtown Edmonton. What is going on? Yeah. <laughs> Something else. <laughs> so. And then you got in the legendary Dodge. Yeah. The bulletproof legendary Dodge. <laughs> shot some oil to slick people chasing you. <laughs> went to 7-Eleven. And it went to 7-Eleven. <laughs> got two taquitos for your <laughs> justice. Waits for no man. No. No. Exactly. Thank you, Chris, for being the vigilante we need. <laughs> no problem. Hey, guys. There's somebody chasing somebody. They're like, what? Why are you wearing a tuxedo? <laughs> I still had my name tag on, too. So. <laughs> that makes it so much more nerdy. <laughs> it's like, James Bond's got a name tag. <laughs> like, that guy's name was Chris Sheets. He's wearing a tux, and he wanted us to stop this from happening. So, there you go. That's the story. Oh, I enjoyed that. All right. I know you do it. All right. Oilers in action tonight. We've got the Oilers song coming up. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay, this is fun. This is so much fun. The playoffs are back, and we got Jack Michaels with us. This is a this is a different side of Jack. This is a just getting out of bed in Sherwood Park, Jack. This isn't like cranked up Jack at like ten thirty tonight, Jack. Is that safe to say, Jack? I don't know what you're talking about, bud. You know, I just have a certain way of answering the phone, lulling you into a certain, you know, routine or yeah. maybe a sense that you have a feeling of what I might be like. But as soon as the lights are on, I'm ready to roll. As soon as that on-air light in your studio said it was time to go, I'm ready to go. And uh, you're exactly right. This is a great time of year. Uh, you know, everyone's doing yard work in the afternoon and, and uh you know, steaming down to the ice district tonight. It's going to be uh, an electric atmosphere. I, I think it's safe to say that this city delivers like no other city in North America when it comes to playoff hockey atmosphere. And I can't hardly wait to get to the building tonight. Uh, the 820 puck drop is the only thing that 
kind of keeps you waiting. Like I, I wish we were playing in two hours, not yeah. uh, not twelve. Yeah, for sure. And you've you've said this before that you you know at the regular season, the regular season, and you kind of keep something in the tank for uh, when the games really mean something. But how hard was it to keep something in the tank? Because this regular season was unbelievable. When you look at some of the um, the, the lofty goals that this uh, this team achieved, and not just as a team, but also individual players. Well, we were saying this last spring. I mean, it, it, and they've they've outdone themselves. I mean, this year's edition, again, for the second consecutive year, turned in their best regular season since the 1987 campaign, which resulted in a division title. If you told me before the year, and I think you and I talked, I would have thought 109 points would be more than enough to do it. In you fact, I probably... Yeah, I probably would have said they would have been three games clear of anyone else. So full credit to Vegas for somehow winning the division title. But Edmonton played not just the best hockey of anyone in the last month, but the last half of the entire season. I mean, we're talking about a 40-game stretch that was the best stretch to finish a year in the history of the hockey club. I mean, 29 wins in your final 40, an unbeaten streak of 15 games, a club record tying nine-game winning streak. But, and and there's always a but, it comes with a caveat, and that's the fact of what we talked about in the first segment is this is playoff hockey. And, you know, last year Los Angeles came in here and got game one, and Edmonton was forced to rally in that series, forced to shake off another home loss in game five, found a way to prevail in Game 7. I'm sure the focus is establishing itself early in this series and ensuring that L.A. won't begin to think at any point in the series that this could be their year. Okay, Jack. i, I got to be honest. I have a serious case of anxiety. <laughs> no, I'm not going to attempt to spell that. <laughs> I'm not going to ask you if I should go Ammonium or Pepto. <laughs> I, you kind of did it there, but... I, I don't want to be nervous. Tell me why I shouldn't be nervous, all right? The L.A. Kings, they make me a little nervous. Well, I think going into last year's series, the L.A. Kings might have been able to say, well, you know, we have a slight edge in depth. And, you know, this year Edmonton has 12 forwards with double-digit goals. It's the second time in club history that you can say that. you know, it, And it hasn't happened since the 91-92 season, which was kind of the, the last gasp of the great teams of the 80s. Uh, you could say going into last season that L.A. might have had an advantage in goaltending. And, you know, in a two-time Stanley Cup champion and Jonathan Quick, Mike Smith on the other side. Well, it was Mike Smith who got the shutout in Game 7, and this year it's Stuart Skinner who broke Grant Fuhrer's rookie record. I mean, you're breaking Grant Fuhrer's rookie record. I think he's a legitimate Calder Trophy candidate. I, I can't see why he wouldn't be the favorite. 14 one and one in your last 16 games. So those were the the two areas where you might have said LA had an advantage, and I don't. I just don't see it this year. I don't see many weaknesses on this Edmonton club. They're the first team in more than 40 years in the National Hockey League to lead the league in both power play and shorthanded goals. I, I you know, special teams, goaltending, uh, depth on the roster, and oh by the way, if you saw all that off. If, if L.A. somehow manages to contain, you know, everyone else, and, and they've got some great players. I mean, they'll have Drew Doughty this year. They didn't have him. Uh, they have Andre Kopitar. They still have a couple of guys who've been through the playoff wars. 
But at the end of the day, you know, no one in this league uh, has had, you know, three 100-point players since 1996. Edmonton does. I think the Oilers have the advantage in talent, and I think they've shored up the areas where going into last season you could say, well, maybe here's a soft spot. I don't see any soft spots when I look up and down Edmonton's roster. Not at all. I don't have to go to the bathroom anymore. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. From from the play-by-play guy all the way down, we are just better than the L.A. Kings. There's just no weaknesses. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, are you available to represent me in the offseason? <laughs> Yeah, sure. I'll give Daryl Cates a call. What the heck? <laughs> Jack, thank you for this. We really appreciate it. We can't wait to be talking to you for a, for hopefully a couple of months here, at least, right? That's the goal. And uh, it starts tonight at uh, Roger's Place. Again, you'll have the call on uh, our sister station, 630 Chad. Thank you for joining us, my friend. And uh, we, we can't wait to hear you tonight. You bet. And then when it comes to our long-term commitments, let's keep the picture short because it is still the 7 o'clock hour. So let's just focus on Wednesday's game too. I'll talk to you then. All right, thanks, buddy. Cheers. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Uh, tonight, yeah, it starts. Uh, NHL playoffs uh, begin, and uh, the Oilers have a game. Eight twenty puck drop. If you're lucky enough to be uh, going to the game, you want to get there early and just uh, soak in all the atmosphere, of course. And there'll be a great atmosphere outside with the watch parties that are happening. They've uh, made it even bigger this year. I had a uh, opportunity to do some of the watch parties last year and they were just so much fun before and during the game and it's going to be even more fun this year you can also watch in Ford Hall if you're one of the early people to kind of sneak in there so uh, keep that in mind but you know I was thinking this is the time of year there's I mean there's the super fan which I would say that I'm probably one of like I don't miss the exhibition games like it's ridiculous yeah, you're listening to the rookie games out in Kelowna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's and like the an- analysis from yeah, the. No, I, I, I need help. Like I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm too far into this thing. But then there's the the, the people that are now going to be jumping on that bandwagon. Matt, you were telling me your sister, for example. I'm not saying that she doesn't watch every game, but she's a potentially coming to your house to watch the game tonight. That's the kind of stuff that happens during the playoffs, right? Well, it's when's just... the last time you and your sister watched a hockey game together? Never. Right. Maybe. By chance, during a family dinner, it's on. Right. But, like, actively, A, getting together, just the two of us never happens. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, okay, because she's into Oilers now all of a sudden. Right. Since, I wonder how that happened. Oh, right. They're yeah. good again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She wants to be part of it. She loves to have fun. Come right? on the bandwagon. There's plenty of room. Yeah. So, I think that, uh, let's talk about those people uh, in your life or, you know, maybe you're a lifer and you're somebody that just kind of lives and dies by every game and every shift of every game. But uh, what about those people that, uh, you know, just are now you know, going to become big fans for as long as this run goes and just, you'll, you know, they'll get the jersey, they'll go down to United Sport and Cycle, they'll pick up a jersey, they'll, uh, uh, you know, just act like they have been a part of this the whole They've way. been here the whole time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let me tell you, hmm. we're real fans, Chris. You know why? Uh-huh. There was a decade there where they always didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. You still watched every game. I did. And there were some games uh, that were borderline unwatchable. Yeah, it was probably, it's probably what hell will be. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Another middling year for the Oilers. Will they be in the draft lottery? No, Satan! <laughs> but put pokers in my eyes. 
<laughs> Why yeah, the toothpicks to keep your eyes open? <laughs> yeah, the Clockwork Orange style. Okay, let's talk about. Okay, what kind of a fan are you? Are you you know you're you're watching and where are you watching tonight? Let's let's just t- talk about it. Or or are you like Matt? You're like getting involved. You know, getting some people involved that you never thought you'd ever watch a game with. You know? Yeah, I have to watch with somebody. Yeah, because I get too anxious watching by myself. Really? Yeah, I need like somebody else to comfort me. Okay. Okay, got it. All right. Okay, Alana from United Sport and Cycle here. We're having so much fan gear. Come down and get your bandwagon gear here. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, they got stuff, T-shirts, jerseys, hats. They got it all. Okay. Rub all right. Kelly's head for good luck, too. Oh, yeah, exactly. All right, uh, Kelsey says, uh, fan since conception. Okay. This, some people are just born into it. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Text us and tell us your story. I hear that uh, Greg's Distributors branches are doing Jersey Day every day. Uh, the orders play in the playoffs. Talk about team spirit. Yeah, you know what? I know they got a lot of uh, team spirit at Greg's for sure. Yeah. Greg's Distributors. And do they still have donuts? No. They don't. Co- I don't think so. They COVID. COVID. Thank <laughs> damn you, COVID. You took another thing from us. <laughs> Okay, tell us your story. Where are you watching? Who are you watching with? What kind of a fan are you? Uh, 780-421-1039. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yeah, it's uh, order night tonight. Of course, the playoffs begin. We're asking what kind of fan are you? Uh, good morning. We usually have people over and set up the TV outside and have a fire. It's wonderful bonding time with our family, says Candace. Go, orders, go. I would be going out, but as a nanny, I'm watching the kids so the parents can use their tickets and go. But getting the kids into hockey and cheering them on is such an exciting experience. Go Oilers. Oh, yeah, it's fun to watch the kids, right? They're just so excited when it comes to this stuff. And maybe Oilers get deep enough here. Yeah. Don't want to jinx anything. Yeah. Some of these schools have, like, watch parties and stuff like that. <laughs> what do you mean watch parties? Oh, I was thinking Olympics. I, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, have the kids all go to school at 9 o'clock at night and watch the game. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with me? I don't maybe know. Maybe they PVR'd it. <laughs> Trina says, I'm a huge Oilers fan. I'll be at the game tonight watching uh, from my fan cave during award uh, away games. Send a picture of a pretty cool oiler bar, I would say. It's a nice setup. Thanks for sending it. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. There's Kane Brown. It's Thank God, along with Caitlin Brown, his wife, Kissing Country 103.9. By the way, a Friday night, huge show. Lee Bryce, everybody that went, loved it. Loved Lee Bryce. And sure enough, he did wear the Oilers jersey and got going on. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. We knew that was happening. Oilers at Rogers Place tonight. We're talking about uh, where you're watching the game, who you're watching with, what kind of fan are you? Just talking about some of those people that are jumping on the bandwagon. Yeah. Well, my husband and I aren't jumping on the bandwagon. We're kind of like you. We're kind of like big fans. Yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, we were in the Cayman Islands last week. And to watch the last game, for whatever reason, I couldn't stream it on my phone. So we drove to one of the only, and I'm pretty sure the only, sports bar in the Cayman Islands. Yes. And we actually got them to put it on one of the TVs for us. (laughs) It was amazing. (laughs) We were doing shots. We had the whole bar watching the Oilers game. Yeah. Half of them didn't even know who they were. No, I wouldn't think so. Yeah, understandably. (laughs) This is Chris when he goes, I've been to Mexico with Chris a few times. Yeah. And literally he checks in and said, okay, here's your room key. Yeah. Oh, by the way, can we turn the TV to the Oilers game at some point? (laughs) Like, can you just let it go for a week? Hi, I'm phoning in about what kind of fan you are. Yeah, what kind of fan are you? Well, I will be honest. Um, I watched them through the 80s and into, uh, you know, 1990 and then 
didn't really watch hockey a lot, um, but the girls, the ladies on my soccer team are um, fanatics to the point that I'm sure there was a couple that was married in Vegas and she had the Oilers dress on and he had the Oilers suit. You can Google them. Yes. They were in the news. That's one of my friends. Okay. <laughs> and they, they paint their nails in Oilers colors. Um, they are, there's about four of them that are just absolute fanatics. So now because of that, I'm watching the games more. We're planning on going down to the Ice District. So they're pulling me back in. And, you know, it's fun because it's fun to watch it with somebody else. I just wasn't with somebody who right. liked to watch hockey. or So I, I think it depends on the people you surround yourself with. So now I'm all caught up in it again. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I thought I was out, and then they dragged me back in. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But okay. I didn't go kick it and scream it. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Let's not put this off any longer. I want to just first and foremost say that there's nobody else on the planet that I would be wanting to do this radio program with than Matt DeBurs. Oh, isn't that sweet? There's that. Here comes the compliment sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a clue where this is coming. Not a th- I have where no idea. I'm thinking like, okay, I do okay. a lot of annoying things. Okay, like- okay, because I, I said that uh, I, I teased this on, on Friday that I said at 810 on the Monday show I would uh, get something off my chest that I have not done and... and uh, I've noticed it more. I, I, I think it, I became more. It became more sensitive. I was in the room for quite a long time by myself because of COVID and things like. Oh that. yeah. And so now it's great to have you back in the room. Don't get me wrong, but there's just one thing, and I don't think it's you. I think it's me. I think I've got a problem, but that problem is you. <laughs> and I tried to record it today, but I couldn't because it happened a number of times, and I could not record it. It's when you slurp your coffee. Oh, is it? Oh, my gosh. Give us an example. Do you have coffee in there? I, I finished it. Oh, shoot. I am, oh, I'm sorry. I'm a slurper. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's the sound he makes with his coffee all morning long. And he just... And I, maybe I'm alone in this. I don't know. I, I, I Googled it because there is something called misophonia. Misophonia. And it's uh, an issue that you that I have, I think in response to highly specific sounds, particularly sounds of humans with their oral and nasal noises, which... I'm an oral and nasal guy! I don't have an issue with you blowing your nose for some reason, and you're constantly horking and... <laughs> All right, but, easy! But you are. <laughs> Early in the show, you're constantly horking a loogie. just getting last night out of me. Okay, it's constant. <laughs> that doesn't bother me, but the slurping drives me up the wall. Okay. Uh, you know what? Normally, in this situation, if you listen to our show for any period of time... Yeah. I'd get my hackles up and get defensive yeah. and say, no, this is the way I'm going to enjoy this. Yeah. For you, yeah. I understand. I understand how that can be annoying, <laughs> and I'm sorry. I, this is my come-to-Jesus moment. <laughs> You're right. I was prepared to have a, like a, fist, uh, a, scrap. a fist fight no. about this. No. Like, honestly, I don't okay. want to be that guy because I know how bad it can be. Like I'm, I feel great shame. I'm glad we had this intervention. <laughs> I thought it was maybe like, okay, my chair squeaks a lot sometimes no, when I no, move. No, no, no. But if I'm slurping, I'll stop. <laughs> I like this text. Throat punch him, Chris. It's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> Drives me crazy, says Luann. Okay. All right. All right. And, and, and you're not the only one in my life. So uh, after the big engagement party, uh, my son-in-law and Bailey stayed overnight. And Renato is a slurper too. And oh, yeah. So I think I, I got it. I think I got it at home and now I got it at work. It's it's just kind of double-shotting me, right? So, you're... you're- 
son-in-law, Renato, planted the seed. Yes. I happened to be watering it every day at work <laughs> with my slurping. I'm sorry. I'm legit sorry. I feel a great shame. That's okay, Matt. Oh. That's okay. I thought I would save it for the radio. I could have just casually mentioned it to you. No, it's better you did it on the radio. Yeah. Because if you did it off for it, like, yeah. you, I, like if doing it on air, it's like a ha-ha. Yeah. You did it off air, I'd feel even worse. <laughs> I have no, this texture says maybe he's been doing it on purpose. I promise you I haven't. Nope. I pride myself in trying not to be a mouth noise person. <laughs> like, honestly. All right, let's ask the question. Let's turn this on on you. What drives you crazy from your coworkers that maybe you haven't even brought up? You know, it's that thing that just that, it could be that, just that little thing, you know? It's that little thing, but every day it just keeps like, it just keeps packing on and on and on and on. It wasn't the first first slurp. Yeah. I look forward to my coffee every day. Yeah. I have one. It's seven fifteen. Yeah. And now I know that you hate it so much. Yeah. Okay. OMG, Chris. Our receptionist. Our receptionist does the ah every time she's drinking water. Drives me crazy. <laughs> that would make me <laughs> batty. The ah, look at me. I'm hydrating. Ah. <laughs> All right. What about you? Seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. What drives you nuts? I, I feel better about this now. Now that I've. I'm so glad you did, right? Yeah. Like, I'm going to improve, and yeah. I'm going to try hard. And yeah. And you're probably still going to slurp. Probably. Yeah. All right. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Hockey night in Canada and in Edmonton, most importantly. Yeah, the Oilers taking on the Los Angeles Kings. We're really pumped about that. We're talking about what drives you crazy about uh, coworkers and uh, friends and Sandy, right, Sandy? Yeah. All right, Sandy, you were just telling us that you've got a friend that you can't be near. Cannot. Impossible. It drives me nuts. When she's eating? He. When he eats. Oh, he eats. Of course. Yeah, of course it's a guy. Anyway, yeah. Of course. Of all course. Right. All right. Yeah, it just drives <laughs> you crazy. So what... When he makes noises, you wouldn't believe when he eats. He is the loudest Drinker, yeah. slurper, eater, cannot be beside him. My uh, my son-in-law is like that, and we we joke because like, he's such a slurper. We said it's, it must be an Italian thing, like la 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 la, slurping the spaghetti. <laughs> but uh, we literally, my wife knows that we have we turn the TV up in the room when he eats, just so. It, <laughs> kind of, That's shade right there. Yeah, we have to. Is, is that somebody to- talk to him about it? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah he just he, doesn't care. Oh yeah, no no, he doesn't care. He just does he does his thing. But you said there's some kind of earplugs what, what's the story with the earplugs yeah they're actually earplugs that are phenomenal they're called loop earplugs l-o-o-p and they are made to drown out background noises and noises for people that have misophonia and they are fantastic i am a hairstylist and wearing them during the day no one would ever know i have them in but they drown out background noises so i can focus on my conversation with my client and don't have to worry about every other clicking or slurping sounds in the background the only problem is, is Chris wouldn't be so discreet with them. Yeah. It's like, oh, here's Matt's coffee. Time to put in my earplugs. <laughs> <laughs> but they're called loop earplugs, huh? And yeah, no, it's definitely a thing. Like, and I, I was talking to you off air about it. Um, the, the COVID and the break that, the break that we had from regular civilization, so to speak, getting back into like this busy world that we're in. Sometimes we, you know, everything is just at a higher level of sensitivity for whatever reason, right? So Absolutely. Yeah. We've been dealing with that with clients. A lot of clients have been saying that they've been struggling with social uh, settings because of COVID. It's right. not just you. It's 
yeah. many, many people, and many people are just not talking about it, but yeah. a lot of people have become uh, anxious with social settings yeah. because I, of all the noises. I went feral during COVID, yeah. all right? I eat like a monster. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a break. I'm relearning. And Sandy, what would you do if you had to be in a room with Matt all day slurping his coffee? Unfortunately, that's just the way he is, so the problem's on you, so I would suggest getting those blue earrings or earplugs. Okay, it's not him, it's me. I was Baby, I was born this way. Yeah. Well, you brought it up to his attention, so maybe he could be a little more, you know, attentive to that when he's drinking his coffee, and just know for yourself that it's probably maybe 30 minutes out of your day that you have to struggle. Yeah. Good point. You're awesome. Sandy, thank you so much for calling, all right? You're very welcome. All right, have a great day. Bye now. With your loop earplugs in. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Certainly, we're talking about that. There's a lot of people texting us about uh, getting jacked up for the game tonight. It's going to be really exciting. This has to be the text of the morning. This has to be the text of the morning. We're talking about, if you're just tuning into the show, welcome. My name is Chris Sheets. Matt DeBurz is here. Uh, we're talking about the fact that uh, uh, Matt's slurping of his coffee. Um, it, it's tough for me to listen to. Somebody did come to your, um, you know, your, uh, I guess... Whatever. They, they, they said, Matt's, uh, I don't agree with Matt always, but I agree with him today. Uh, you need to slurp your coffee because it's hot. That's why you do it. Yeah, I mean, like, you can't just, like, plow it into your mouth. Yeah, but this text says, my husband, every sound he makes repulses me. <laughs> his chewing, his breathing, his snoring, his loud clapping, his unnecessary snapping, it's all too much. I've already Amazon those earplugs, those loopy loop earplugs, but every sound he makes. I go to 1 Corinthians 13. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. <laughs> Sounds like there's a little troubled paradise. <laughs> yeah. I, every, every time he opens his mouth. Every sound he makes repulses me. <laughs> it's not just like 75% of them. It's like every sound repulses me. That's, that sounds like it's a fun place to live. <laughs> I like this text. I hope that wasn't my wife. That it's every sound her husband makes. Yeah, I think every husband's kind of wondering. <laughs> uh, all the texts. Oh, well, did my wife just text it? <laughs> you guys. <laughs> text of the morning thank you for that <laughs> hey thanks for listening to the chris jack and matt podcast if people want to find out more about jack where do they got to go you can go at kissin underscore jack j-a-c-k on twitter what about you matt i'm matt d builder on twitter all right because you're building all the time that's right how about you chris <laughs> well i'm at chris sheets everybody spells my name wrong s-c-h-e-e-t-z and don't forget about this podcast yes you can rate review and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have if you enjoyed it tell a friend thank you very much bye thanks for listening to the kiss and country chris jack and matt podcast listen live weekday mornings from five on kiss and country 103.9